the pot party, the trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip ones, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a kite. Outside the boundaries of their phony world of kicks is the ever-present possibility of discovery. This must be avoided at all costs, for discovery brings with it the penalties of society, shame, arrest, prison. So destroy the evidence, leave not a trace, burn it in paper trash. That way they can deny possessing the illegal marijuana. They can say the flaming can is part of a game. They can lie, they can swear. This time the gang's lucky. It's not the law, or discovery, or problems. It's just their supplier, Pete, with his number one chick, and a new guy looking for kicks. Forget it, man, and get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off for Kicksville. Usually the small places are the best, but I never go for sushi ever. Like, I don't ever crave sushi. I know the show is called Human Sushi. It's a senseless podcast. It's a senseless name. Because I don't even like sushi. <laughs> Why not? I think so. <laughs> okay, I like sushi. I'm lying. I like sushi, but I don't ever crave sushi is what I'm trying to say. Maybe you just never had like a fire sushi. Like dinner. bomb sushi. I yeah. have, yeah. but it's not something that I crave. It's not like, oh, like steak and potatoes and rice. You know what I mean? Like I crave that stuff once in a while. Pizza. You know, like. Right. Like sushi's not something that I'm like, yo, you know what I want tonight? Some sushi. <laughs> I crave that shit all the time. Yeah. 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 Yeah, when you travel, like, sushi's the best dinner to go to have because every city has their own different version of sushi, you mm, know what I'm saying? That's true. I mean, I, I guess it's the same thing for other things. I mean, there's pizza, you know, there's New York-style pizza, there's Chicago-style pizza and right, shit. Right, but which is really good. I had that recently for the first time. But here's the what, thing. Chicago-style? Yeah. What, well, like, Chicago. deep dish type? Deep dish. Yeah. 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 I like that shit, too. Like, good yeah. deep dish is fucking yeah. phenomenal. No, it was you know fire. It was but fire. it's easy to fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm New York pizza all day, though. Yeah. I like New York. Like, fold the slice, you know what I mean? I think it's true about the water and the bread and all that. Like, how they say that the water affects the bread, and that's why it's the best bread. Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. That's why, apparently, the bagels are so fire. I don't know. It has to be true because I saw it on Entourage. (laughs) Oh, it has to be true. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess we should intro this fucking show, right? Since we've been talking for, like, ten minutes. Words of any chase. (laughs) This is Human Sushi, episode... Numero cinco. Numero five. And we One, got a two, special three, guest four. in the building. We got a special guest in the building. <laughs> is there some shit you want to get out before One, we two, do three, this? One, two, three, four. Fifth. <laughs> My God, man. I plead the fifth. <laughs> We got a, a special guest in the building, my man Source. Hey, hey, hey. hey, hey, hey. Source is a <laughs> recording artist, photographer, clothing, what, designer, manufacturer, designer, right? Mogul. I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't put it in a box. I'm just, I don't know. I, I have a fashion business. Excuse me. Yeah. He doesn't want to be put in a box. He's an don't put me in a box. <laughs> What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> That's that uh your spoiled boys. That's that's the name of it, right? Yeah, spoiled boys. It's dope, man. Like, Thanks. what's what's up with that? It's basically like um, right now it, we have about six jackets, and it's I know it seems small, like I'm calling it a business, but you know, everybody starts off somewhere. Mm, and uh, spoiled boys is basically we have about six or seven um, vintage jackets. They're all dead stock jackets, so they're like from the seventies and eighties, but still have tags. You know what I'm saying? And we basically customize them. Uh, my partner, he's like a super dope artist. Um, and he basically did like some dope ass pieces in the back of these jackets. Uh, you know, we're and we're getting ready to like 
launched the brand officially because we we've been putting it out there but we've, we haven't officially launched okay so we're getting ready to like do like a launch party sometime early next year uh and hopefully make it a dope miami brand nice so each jacket is custom basically you're getting a one each of a jacket kind is custom, one of a kind yeah. art pieces wow that's it's like dope a, that's it's cool. like a it's like a fucking wearable art piece couture man you know that's, what, that's what they call couture yeah right? yeah yeah exactly yeah, that's that's yeah. awesome yeah and what's the the uh objective for you're trying to get it in stores you're trying to open up your own we shop. actually have it right now we have all the jackets in store we have one we had a couple at shoe gallery it's uh one sold okay and we have the rest actually at 004 Connect and Dadeware pop-up. Rush. And Winwood, And, you know, shout out to Dadeware for letting us put our jackets. Shout out to Shoe Gallery for letting us put our jackets up there, too. Uh, do you do shout outs in a podcast? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you, do. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Yeah, you can do whatever it's you want. It's not live, so it's like... Yeah. We're a democracy here, man. Yeah, you can right, do whatever right. you want. Shout out democracy. So, so how does that work with with something where you're uh, selling custom clothing? Like, let's say I'm a medium, right? And so, I see some shit on your website that I really like. You know what I mean? But it's like an XL. So what? So I'm, to, I'm ass out. <laughs> you're not ass out. You just ro- you just buy the piece and you rock it, man. And then you fucking rock it. But it ain't the '90s, bro. I can't be rocking the XL. Man. <laughs> no, that shit ain't cool. To no be more. honest with you, like. Big is coming back in. Well, yeah, is 90s it? are. Back yeah, in. it's yeah. huge. It's getting huge right now. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. In what sense? Like baggy pants, like baggy fucking jackets, like huge jackets and shit. Like a lot of like. Well, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not really into like the Kanye West style uh, with the long bottoms on the t on the t shirts and shit. You know what oh, I'm talking right, about? Right, like right. they yeah, look yeah. like a fucking the extra dress. Tees, Actually, yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. I, I copped a couple of those like a year ago, and I fucking rocked them once, and I was like, "Damn, I can't do this." Yeah. <laughs> there's whatever, certain you know? things that that like with the new generation of shit that I could get down with, but there's just certain things that it's like, "All right, bro, I'm gonna stop there." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, right. I'm in my late thirties. I feel funny rocking a fucking skirt. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, <laughs> right. no, I Who's yeah. rocking it's a skirt, really all though. about like fashion is really all about how you feel though mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like yeah. bro i'm look i look at pictures of me like from like 10 15 years ago and i'm it's like cringy, what the right? fuck was i doing B? yeah it's all about how you feel at the moment you know what i'm saying right. like trends are cool and trends set the way a style or the way fashion moves trends set the way fashion moves but all, at the end of the day it's about how you feel and shit like yeah. You know, these pants that I'm wearing right now are trendy, but they're also comfortable as shit. Right. right so I'm right. like, yo, I fuck with them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's about, yeah, you should be comfortable in your clothes, number one. Yeah. And then secondly, like, there's what's called classic style, which is things that, like, don't go in and out of the trend. Right. You know what like I'm Converse. Yeah. Like the, the Levi's. Or, boom. Certain shit that's always, it's always exactly. dope. Yeah. Jeans, it's a mainstay. You know what I mean? Like a red And even those t-shirt, brands you know? will try to keep up with, like, trends. You know what I mean? They have to to stay competitive. Right. They'll always have that classic piece. But then they do like Nike owns Converse, so right, right. So they do, you know, Nike. If you got Nike's marketing uh, machine behind you, you're fucking good. You're so, solid. You're but golden. There, there's a certain aspect of being like fashion savvy too. That's like not following trends too. You know what I mean? It's like staying ahead of the yeah. trends. So yep. it's like a it's like a delicate balance and shit. Because you want yeah, that's where the term trendsetters comes from. Right. Because yeah. you, know you want to be in the moment, but you also want to kind of like innovate. Like on some new shit, and I guess like to an extent that's like what Kanye is trying to do, but I'm just not. I like mean, he his, ripped off yeah. the Matrix style, like pretty much, you know, with the holy shirts and the ripped everything. Like well, that's straight Kanye's up. fashion sense when he first came out is a big part of his success. Yeah, 
Okay, with the backpack and the the patched elbows. Yeah, the pink that. polos and shit like that. Like yeah. he was he was really unique in the hip hop space. But I think you know his shit's gone a little off the rails, man. That uh, like yeah. that skin tone kind of clothing. You know what I mean? With the, yeah. The, the the beige and the brown and yeah, yeah. He it just looks homeless, like man. It looks like prison wear, bro. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> but yo, they have the numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. yeah. If they got Kim putting on their clothes, right? Uh, I mean, the Kardashian brand—that's it. Like, they instantly sold a million. All these you know? m- millions of yeah. girls that look yeah. up to these. People I mean, that shit, you know, the sister like, Kylie or whatever, she's like the yeah. the richest, youngest uh, female ever, richest, yeah, like billionaire or something. She ever. has the biggest Instagram account, right? And yeah, and she Kylie has, Jenner could yeah. be. And she has yeah. one product, which is like a, a lipstick or something like that, and she's about to be, or she is already a billionaire. Like only one product. Yeah, really? well, I think they have, For like, sure? different, like, colors or something like that, you know? But it's okay. it's just that lipstick, you know what Yo, I mean? Yo, you like, know Paris well, Hilton owns, like, 16 different brands and shit? Yeah. That's, that's that stupid money. Yeah. But, you know, these days, it's like, you are the brand. Exactly. These days. Right. So when you You're say the- Kylie has one product, not really, you know? Because, like, the fact that she has that many Instagram followers True. is worth a lot of money to so advertisers. Money, mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? You know how so, much people pay her just to... Post some shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just for a post. Right. Yo, I don't know if you've seen on Netflix, there's this new uh, documentary out called American Meme. No. I haven't seen it, but Watch I know of it. Watch that shit. They talk about, they, they're talking about what we're talking about right now. Like, there's people out there who get paid a million dollars just to post a photo. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My my wife right now, she works for us, quote, like, not quote unquote, he is what you would call an influencer yeah. on social media. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, man, like he, right now he's opening up restaurants and doing all this other businesses because of his social media presence. Right. That's the value. It's not so much the restaurant itself or whatever, you know, shoe he got out or like perfume he got out. It's the value is his brand and all the followers that he has. And those people that are going to see that he see his endorsement as a reason to buy whatever product it is. You know what I mean? So in a lot of ways, I think. It's they're the products yeah it's genius so it's capitalism at its finest you know what i'm saying like, and it's yeah. a natural offshoot of social media right it was always going to work this way of you course. put instagram in a capitalist system this was what what was going to happen regardless yeah you know? yep. and if it wasn't this some other way of monetizing it but someone was going to find a way to monetize and yeah this is probably the only inevitable result yeah, if you, you know, create if you really an app where like yeah. the the point of the app is to like gain followers and so you have all these eyeballs looking at you you know what i mean it's like there's no way in hell that you're gonna have a million followers and all these fucking corporate brands aren't gonna see dollar signs right you know? like, of this is of course that's like let me sh- let me hit this person off with you know whatever not just it a million is followers. Off with. not just a million followers because you could reach a million people with a tv commercial but a million followers that already geared towards the product that you're selling. Like, mm. they're already hand-picked people that right. will probably buy the product. Right, you know? right, right. I mean, you can't buy that before. You couldn't. It's targeted advertisement in a way that, that you couldn't do before yeah. with, like, the TV, the the regular broadcast format. You couldn't do that before, that type of targeted advertisement. Right. It's also, like, Imagine, you got to remember, these I mean, apps... Re- think about all the money, like, companies used to spend to produce a commercial. Mm. They would have to hire like an ad agency and, you know, pay for all the production, all the, you know, shooting, yeah, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, we know how much video production costs. That shit is... Imagine back in the day. Right. When most companies couldn't even afford to do that. Before shit. digital. If you were getting on t- Exactly. 
you were getting on TV, you were paying a lot of money. Right. Motherfuckers were shooting commercial on film, B. Yeah. You know what I mean? Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. And now and all now, you got to do is... All you got to do is pay somebody who has 17 million followers. Right. Or not even pay them. Be like, yo, here... You know, Let me send Source my fucking t-shirt because Source got a, a bunch of followers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I send him my uh, human sushi He's t-shirt and let him rock it on his, on on his, his Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. And that's it. That's yeah, it. man. I basically, I just basically came back from a trip to Toronto where Flair airlines paid for our whole trip almost you know like travel lodging all that what was the the gig basically it was just like flying some influencers from miami to toronto and the inaugural flight of Mm. the airline Mm -hmm. uh and i was there to document the whole thing and that's basically what they did they flew some influencers from miami to uh um to toronto uh and you just know, followed just, them around? I just followed them around. You know? mm. um, it's a crazy to me. that. Shout that's... out to them, though. Can I give them a shout out? Yeah. yeah shout out it. to Miami Food Porn and shout out to the Naughty Fork. Shout out to Lauren and shout out to Emily. And yeah, we had a great time out there, man. Awesome, man. And if yeah. you guys want to advertise on Human Sushi, you can always hit us up. Yeah. HumanSushi305 <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> that's right. 24 hours a day. <laughs> so were, were you uh, capturing video uh, or just uh, photos? I was shooting some video with my iPhone. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Like, I, I'm not very proficient with video, so. But you were hired for photos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Your your photography. How long have you been doing this shit, man? Because like I've known you for a minute, bro, and yeah. like we knew each other as rappers for a long time. You know what I mean? Mad long. Yeah. Yeah. So like you're, and I remember you telling me too, like, yeah, I fuck around with photography and shit. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, he's got a hobby and shit. And right. then, yeah, like yeah. when I actually saw your shit, I was like, damn, bro, that shit is like real serious. You know? Thanks, so, man. Uh, I don't know. Like, yo, I fucking took a, like a photography class in like elementary school or middle school. I can't remember. Elementary school. I went to Kendall Lakes Elementary School. They had photography classes in elementary school? Like it was like an elective. Like an elective, Damn. like an elective. No, it was an elective, and it was like a general, like creative class. So photography came up like during part of the whole thing. You know what I'm okay. saying? Okay, right, right. It right. wasn't the. Whole it wasn't thing. just photography. It wasn't right. just photography. It was just. It was like an art class, and one of the one of the um, like one of the projects or whatever was do some photography and shit. Gotcha. So I fucking went out and I shot with like my, uh, I got a disposable camera and I went out into the neighborhood. I was like a kid walking around with a disposable camera, shooting photos and yo, they all fucking sucked. <laughs> like they all fucking sucked. So wait, yeah. you're telling me that what you learned from elementary school? Nah. Like, oh, okay. Nah, I'm not telling you that. So just, when did, when did you, you that, I'm, that basically, I, that was just telling you that I've always been interested in photography. Gotcha. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Even though after that, I left it for a while. I never like visited. Obviously when iPhones came out, I would shoot photos all the time, just like going out with friends and like, right. And I would shoot some photos on my iPhone where I was like, damn, like, that's kind of dope. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I would post it on Instagram and Instagram, you know, I would get love for the photo and shit. And I was like, man, maybe if I got a dope camera, I could shoot better photos. You right. Know maybe I, mean? I have a talent for this. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know. Like, honestly, I've always been a creative person. Mm-hmm. Everybody in my family is a creative person. Mm. And so from I've been I've done rapping. Mm. I've done, you know, other, other things like I, I used to be a B-boy. I used to be a graph writer, you know, when I was like a little kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've always been into some kind of like creative outlet. Mm. Like I need to do something creative. 
Uh, never been about the nine to five shit. Yeah, that nine to five. But shit. at what point did you revisit uh, photography? Because I, yeah. I mean, for for a while, like rap was the main shit you were doing, right? Yeah, for yeah. sure. I think we were all kind of like in that in that space for a little while. So yeah, like actually, what, the last time you and I did something together, like Pussy and Art, mm-hmm. that was a dope probably song, around the time where I was like winding down from like music, and kind of like getting into photography. Yeah. You know okay. What I mean? Okay. What did um? What was your viewpoint on the music scene here in Miami? Because I think we talked about it also on another episode, and I mentioned that I didn't think there was much of a music scene. Yeah. But I was thinking about that, and I didn't want that to be misconstrued into saying there's not talent because there is talent. Right. Yeah. There's mad talent. But but the scene here is doesn't seem right. to, from an outsider perspective very supportive. Right. It doesn't seem like. There's good organization, like there's a good grassroots movement in that sense. It doesn't I mean? seem like that because it isn't. Okay, that yeah. was what I was. Yeah, I yeah. was I was happy not to cut you off, but no. I was happy when uh, when I saw you in New York that time that that you were not. That was like what 2012, 2013, yeah, 2012. That's when Sandy right? hit. When Sandy hit, that's right. Yeah. You got stuck. You got yeah, stuck yeah, in I New got York. Stuck in New York. Yeah, and that's why we were able to do shit. Right. Like, because you were there for like an extra couple weeks and yep. shit. Yeah. Yeah. But I was glad that um, there was one show in particular. It wasn't the one that you performed at because there was oh, one that okay. you performed the at. The gallery one. bar. Right. Which I actually met my girl at that show. That's what? A, yeah. Oh, Get the crazy. fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah. The same one I rocked at with you? Yeah, yeah we the one that you rocked with me. Yeah. If you That's look at hard. the pictures, you see Sophia in the background. Huh. Yeah. It's crazy. That's interesting. Um but what I was going to say is I was glad you being from the Miami scene and shit that you got to experience. Remember the one show that we did at the Fireproof? Yeah. That it was like an impromptu show, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the shit I wasn't. I love that show. That shit was amazing. I and love that what show. Was, you guys went off. Yeah. And like it was like the kind of thing where we got to the venue, right? And there was no one to the point that it was like depressing and we were ready to fucking be like, yo, should we leave? You right. know what I mean? It was like one of those. And we were about to start rocking, and right before we went on, the place just got fucking super duper packed because the homies, yeah. uh, Duck Duck Goose, the homies from from New York, were shooting a video, um, and the video was right down the street, mm-hmm. and they had just wrapped, so they heard they knew that the show was coming up or whatever. But from one Perfect second time, to the yeah. other, to the other, it was like super packed and just super hype in there and shit. Super hype, yeah. So I was glad that you got to I got see photos that. photos from that night, I think. Yeah, we got some dope video from and that And the crowd night, was hype? The crowd was in? Yeah, like, the crowd was hype, yeah, right. yeah. So you see, I was already fucking with photography. Like, I was shooting photos at I shot photos You were shooting at that, that night? Show. Yeah. Oh, no shit. No I don't shit. remember with what, but I was def- I had definitely have some photos from that night. Well, the Pussy and Art video, we did it on your camera, so I know you at least had a camera, did right? Did we? I think so, man. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. My boy Juan shot that. Shout out to Juan, who's in town right now. But going uh, back to the Miami scene, I feel like 2011, 2012 was the last time that I remember the Miami hip-hop scene, at least from our generation, yeah, being popping like that. You know what I mean? Because I remember like after yeah, you know, yeah, when yeah. I left to New York or whatever, and then I came back three years later, it just hasn't been the same since. Or yep. maybe it's that I haven't been out out and about as much. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like, well, definitely there's a new generation of rappers. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm. Uh, we were, uh, that's why, I don't know, man. To be honest, like we, I feel like we were nearing our end of our, photo- or our rapper era. Right. Uh, at least from my point of view, I felt like I was. Yeah. You know? So that's why I'm happy I got into something else. Not that I regret ever doing like music because I fucking love it. And I still do, you know? But 
I have something that like that'll you know that's really worth my time. I guess I could say I don't know. But going back uh, to the Miami scene though, going yeah back yeah yeah to like so there's like a new generation. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Denzel Curry is killing it right now. Word. He's from Miami. Kodak Black is killing it right now. He's from down here, or he's from actually the west coast of Florida, but he's from South Florida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, bro, there's so many people. Yeah. I can't think of any right now, but <laughs> and, and what? Yeah, but now I feel like the game has changed though, because like when we were coming up, this was pre Rick Ross. I mean, we had Trick Daddy, yeah, and and Luke. Like they were the you know Trina, but that but right. it, it was all pretty much that same. Yeah, and Pitbull. Pitbull's obviously. been able to surpass all these generations. Pitbull yes. beat everybody. Well, he's Pitbull's, laughing all the way. He's to been the, he's the biggest since, rapper out of Miami. He's yeah. the biggest. He just got a fucking star on the on, on the, the Walk, Walk of Fame. He's one yeah. of the biggest stars in the world. Like you know, musically. And the, and the Pitbull thing happened because Pitbull's from our generation. The Pitbull exactly. thing happened like yeah. during our you yeah. know the, the time that we were doing. That's the rap why his shit. name is Pitbull, bro. If he came out right now, his name would not be Pitbull. It would be like Young something, right? Young, like young Cuban. Young Pity. <laughs> young Cuba. Yeah. Young yeah, Pit. Exactly. Young Dolly. Little Pit. That's, what, that's how you know he's from our generation. Yeah. His name is fucking Pitbull, bro. And you he's know, like, he wears, you know, he wears suits. His yeah. name is yeah. Pitbull. I mean, that's so Miami, dude. No, yeah. Like, and he's mad cool, though. Like, every interview I've ever seen with him, like, he's very humble. He's a super or, cool dude, you know? You know, um... I'm gonna keep it 300. You know what Pitbull's rapping name was what? before he it was Pitbull. What was it? And I know this because I battled him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Squire. Squire. Yeah. He did a he he did he a did good thing by changing good, it. He yeah. Did service. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's very oh, my first level. my first rap name was Legacy. <laughs> That's not bad, but Squire Mine was. <laughs> and I went with Source Spoken. Okay. I don't know why. Don't ask me. Yeah, Mine was Grave Digger. Grave digger, <laughs> <laughs> let's go. The most unoriginal name of all time and shit. I was like, ah, I like the grave diggers. I'm grave digger. Fuck it. None of them are called grave digger. <laughs> yeah, they I'm fucked like, up. Hashtag missed opportunity. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. Pound, they missed out. Right, pound. Yeah, back then it was like tic tac toe, missed opportunity. <laughs> the fuck is a hashtag? But yeah, um, so so like these Kodak Blacks and these people came out post rick ross and and like mm-hmm. like we had this chip on our shoulder our generation had a chip on their shoulder about True. like people overlooking miami that was like yeah if you could encapsulate the whole scene into one theme that was it it I was think like there was a lot of a lot of what happened too in my opinion again from an outsider perspective like new york was popping back then, right? Right, yeah. That's and where that's where our whole thing came from. Mm-hmm, from right, the New York style. Right, and we were in Miami, right. trying to push our New York agenda. Yes, right. and I think that you was a I mean? mistake. That's a fucking huge that mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're exactly. over here like trying to do something that they right. they don't fuck with here. Like they don't fuck with that here. Exactly. You know? Like here it's cafecito and palm trees. You know what I mean? That's why like, fucking <laughs> you know, Fat Joe moved here and now he's from Miami. <laughs> right, 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 right. And um, but yeah, like you know, I think that. That's part of it. And then the other thing I was going to say is I think nowadays what you're saying that it's different nowadays music. We're looking at probably the end of the superstar, I think, coming up soon. Like, I don't feel like there's going to be that many huge stars anymore because there's so much music to choose from. So it's like, for example, who's huge right now, like in music? What do you mean? There's a bunch there's a of people. Bunch. Okay. Yeah, I think there's okay. always going to be people okay. who are fucking huge. Yeah, I think there'll be 
people that are huge, but less and because less. Because that's how the marketing machine works. You gotta, you gotta have a face. Just what we were talking about earlier. You gotta be the face of that company. Right. You know what I'm saying, and, but and that's how they make a lot of money. But it, people are so accessible now through social media that it's not like before. Where it was like, oh, this distant Hollywood star that's off, and I can see them maybe like when they do a performance or if they're in an article or something, but that's it. Now I can see them every single day. You know what I mean? I'm but like, if anything, I would argue that now it's more about the superstar and less about the music or less about whatever it is they're creating, whether it's music or whatever. Right. Now it's more about like right. the superstar, their Instagram following, like what they tweeted yesterday. You know, it's more right. about that. The marketing but machine I think sells it's, people, not talent. Right. Well, I think it's headed more towards talent, though, is what I'm trying to say. And you're right about where it is now. I think, though, it's headed more towards talent because anybody can put out music, right? So if you're a little bit, you have a little bit of marketing knowledge and you have a good product or a good song or a good album or whatever it is and a good image, you can promote yourself now. So there's a, an abundance of music to choose from. And there's like, if you read through the list of what's like in the top 100 right now, there's like a bunch of names that no one's ever heard of, you know, but they just have a song out that's, that's doing really well, you know? So that's because... People can reach them through social media. You know? I think the current state of hip hop would disagree that it's more about talent now. You know, I, I yeah. would disagree. I think it's all about personality. I think it's more about image now. It's it's more about your following. Yeah. Like, um, I have a friend that's an actor in L.A. and I went to film school ten years ago. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's when I was living in L.A. That's where that's when we met. So the whole process of like auditioning and filming and everything has changed in those 10 years. Like when I went to school, I learned how to shoot on film and on mini DV tape. There was no digital. As soon as I fucking like graduated, got my certificate, <laughs> whatever. went digital. Yeah, the Canon 7D came out and then it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. It all turned into digital. But what I was going to say was he tells me that now part of like the audition is they check how many fucking Instagram followers you got. They check how many social yeah, media followers exactly. you got. Because now Which you're not only bringing your talent, now you're bringing your quote-unquote brand to the table. You know what I mean? So that's where I would disagree with you. Like I think it's more about the brand that you build for yourself on social media and on, on all these other platforms. Like you, you look at a guy like Takashi69, okay. not, to, not to kick the guy while he's down, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. like he ain't out there because he's nice with it, champ. Of yeah, course, yeah, you know? No, you're right. But look who else is on the top, though, like Kendrick and J. Cole and whoever else, you know what I mean? And a lot of these people are nice, you know what I mean? Like, so. Yeah, but I think it's at a lower ratio than it used to be back in the day. You think is so? It? I think it's going no. up. Like again. the nice rappers? I mean, not the, It's not the 90s, but it's definitely better than the 2000s. Who's you know on the I mean? top right now? That's nice. Kendrick, like you mentioned. Kendrick, Cole. Yeah. Cole. Eminem. Used to hate J. Cole, by the way. I remember I used to be like, how the fuck do you hate yeah, J. Cole? Yeah, I did used to hate J. Cole. I was yeah. like, how the fuck You're do right. you hate Do you he, still hate him? Nah, he got me with the... Uh, he gets you. He's he, nice. He got me with the song where he mentions Eminem. Oh, okay. Hey, why you acting like a hoe? Yeah, uh, okay. that that yeah. shit that shit is hard. So yeah. he makes yeah. dope shit. In I stopped opinion. sleeping on him after. So that yeah, one. you got Kendrick, you got, you got Eminem, you got J Cole, Jay Z's obviously. But hold still up, on is top. Eminem is? Hold up, man. I got I got to dispute right. the Eminem. <laughs> right. That's the last. I mean, I'm only honestly, I'm only putting him out there for other people's sake because I don't think he's. But I'm just anything special. What? Well, well, yeah, I'm not gonna say that either. <laughs> Eminem, Eminem's one of the greatest. We went all the way from one end to the I other. I mean, yo, <laughs> we I think we've had this argument on Facebook before, like. 
he hasn't made a dope album since um which was with the one with the curtains on the cover kamikaze's dope in my opinion. oh the m&m show the m&m the show. m&m show yeah yeah i liked relapse to me you i didn't like the, i yeah. didn't like the I didn't m&m show I didn't like the Eminem okay. show, actually. So to me, his last dope album was the Marshall Mathers until Relapse came out. What about okay. Kamikaze? That album is dope. That's after Relapse. Yeah. That's like I liked Kamikaze, but I feel like his diss track for um, what's his name for for what's Homeboy's name? Um, the white boy that he just Ste- got in a beef with Steppenwolf or oh. something like that. No, no, no. Steppenwolf. Uh, MGK. <laughs> MGK. Oh yeah, that Steppenwolf guy. is the villain from Justice League, guy. <laughs> oh yeah, cool. Steppenwolf. Yo, I feel like that track. Himself, Steppenwolf. That's fire. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be dope if he was in Wolfgang. If he was part of Wolfgang. Um, what was I gonna say? I feel like that track outshined the whole album. So like when he dropped oh, yeah. when he dropped 100%. that song, I kind of stopped listening to the album. Hundred like, percent, I yeah. couldn't even listen to the whole album. Yeah, I heard that song and I was like, "Oh, word!" It starts off. The album starts off with that song, right? No, or does that it? song is hard too. I know the one you're thinking about, the first one on the okay. album. Okay. That shit is hard too. But the one where that, he goes in for like four minutes, right? With no hook, which he tends to do, right? But back to my point about like it being more about the the artist, really quickly. Like right now. People are saying the best album of the year right now was Daytona, right? Like, according to a lot of people. Right? Okay. I agree. Right? Yeah, is I that, agree. And okay. is that not based on skill? I mean, that's one the of your favorite albums. The best album of you know? the year. Okay, but is Pusha T the most popular rapper out there? No. Unequivocally, be, unequivocally no. Right. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah. Has Drake think... dropped an album this year? Yeah. Yeah, he, Scorpion. He had, like, two huge So you think Daytona's better than Scorpion? Um, I would say you guys think that. But look, going back like your your list, right? Yeah. We got to drop Eminem and Jay Z from that list because they're they don't belong to this era. Like they're still okay. doing it, you know what I mean? But but I think they hold more weight for people in our generation than for the young kids. True. So who are the young kids listening to? The Kendricks, the J Cole. Right, so like, Kendrick, J Cole. Uh, I love Absol, but he just hasn't been. He hasn't dropped anything yeah. in a while, though, has he? He dropped one last year. Um, yeah, but it, he he, it just hasn't been successful, man. He hasn't like, made much noise. Yeah, he hasn't really. He's not really relevant. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like um, I like this dude Reason on um, on Kendrick's label. Reason? Yeah, never heard cool. of him. Yeah, he's pretty nice. I haven't heard of him. But speaking of uh, two syllable one word rapper names, <laughs> <laughs> nice logic. <laughs> Didn't he have some like a big year or some shit like logic? That? Uh, logic. Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, I don't listen to that. I'm not a fan. Same here. But that's like that's like in that same category though with like what the kids are listening to. Right. That's what the kids now consider like a a dope you know, like a dope lyricist. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so you know, I rest a, my I, case. Yeah. Anyway, going back to the argument, to the, okay. To, so you're saying the, the point of the argument? Down. There's more. No, there's definitely a lot of artists out there. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like nowadays, you could reach so many people, and you honestly only need a small percentage of that to like make it big. That's what you I'm know saying. what I mean. I don't think we've seen the effects yet, but I think if you have like a it's market, spread out more. Yeah, know? but I don't think talent is the difference maker. I don't think it's talent. I think it's like. Face tats, colored hair, and just like your fucking that's, personality. Yeah, that's for right. specific we're, market. We're always there is like, a market for talent. Like us. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. We are ta- the market for talent. Right. Correct. Right. You know what I'm saying? There is a market for face tattoos and colored hair. Right. Yes. There's a market for everything, dog. That's what There's I'm a saying. fucking yeah. market for everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I All you got to do is be able to, you know, market yourself correctly within that market. You're absolutely right about Takashi. Like, but in that same year, 
Look how many you know, fans oh, Takashi Cole had a number one album, and that album is far from anything Takashi is doing, you know, as far as musically, you know. So I, they can both exist now more so than they could before, is what I'm exactly. trying to say. So, yeah. but but what I'm cool. trying to say about the ratio, right? Like, yeah. okay, so the other day, I uh, my mom gave me her VCR. Mm-hmm. So I plugged in the VCR and I went through That's all fire. my old VHS tapes. Man, dope. Dope. And I have a fucking tape from 1993, Rap City. I just like left that bitch recording. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. It's Rap City. Dope. And then I got two episodes of Yo! TV Raps back to back. So it's like, and I was just watching that shit with the commercials and everything, what? you know? <laughs> and bro, I'm not saying that the bar was higher lyrically because I do think it's higher today because I just think like skill mm-hmm. evolves. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, yeah. That, that shit evolves. Like the I mean, there was no rappers. Now, there was no rappers hitting like Kendrick back then. They right. just weren't. There was there was a few, but like as far as like lyrical complexity, yeah, yeah, Raskaz existed back then. You know no. what I'm saying? Like okay. there was guys that existed back then. Illmatic yeah, yeah. to me. Yeah, Illmatic beautifully phrased and worded. You know what I mean? Like. And for me, it's not like about always about complexity, you know, like simplicity. Mm-hmm. But everything it evolves, like be. you're saying. But, you know, like when you hear a Kendrick verse, and this is coming from somebody who who didn't like Kendrick for a while. Since Good Kid, Mad City to Dan, I was like, damn, what the fuck is going on with Kendrick? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Dan got me back. Good Kid, Mad City was like my, oh, shit, Kendrick's so, dope. To Pimp a Butterfly, I think, was the that last I didn't fuck with that. Yeah. Word? Yeah, I didn't yeah, fuck no, with that, that album. at all. That might be my I, favorite Kendrick album, I like bro. That yeah, album, it was man. too, like, to be honest, too, like, symphonic for me. Like, right. it was too, too big for me. Too, gotcha. like, like, you're in a fucking concert hall listening to this shit. I'm, like, not boom bap enough. Not boom bap enough. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to say it. Yeah. Not boom bap enough. So, you know? but what I noticed in that tape that I was watching, it wasn't, like, a higher level of skill, but it was a... More purity in the music, yeah. Like them, it felt like it was coming from a place of like we're creating art, okay. You yes. know, and that's also like obviously a mechanism of like the industry just becoming what it became. Now mm-hmm. rap is you know everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Right. Back then, rap wasn't you know you didn't have rap in McDonald's commercials. There was shit. no blueprint. Yeah, there was no form. So they were trying to yeah. figure out what it was, and in that period, I think that that's why the '90s is such a classic. It's considered like the golden era because like we were trying to figure it out. So it's like dudes in the lab, literally just making it up as they went. Right. And I think that created like that created like the purest feeling of art. Yeah. Like, like the Wu Tang Thirty Six Chambers, that album is it's one of my favorite albums of all time. But like. I'm not listening to it for the lyrical complexity. There is some lyrical complexity in there, but it's the feel of that it's album, the feel. bro. Yeah. Like, I could just picture them in a basement recording that shit. <laughs> That's like, what I'm saying, though. Like, you know, so speaking th- of Razkaz, he's dope. Mm-hmm. But he, he wasn't doing what Kendrick does now, where you hear one Kendrick song and it's like listening to four different rappers. You know what I mean? Right. Do you know what I mean by that? Like, But Kendrick yeah, doesn't have a... switches up the flow. Like, but yeah. Kendrick's never made a nature of the threat. So it depends on what you're looking for. I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? And like, obviously, Kendrick's flow is light years of, ahead of most rappers. His flow. Yeah. But lyrical complexity. Words on a page. Take the rhythm out of the equation. Everything out of the equation. Words on a page. Nature like, of the threat is not even that lyrically complex. It's just... it's it, The content is dope. That's what nature of the threat. But that is okay. That's complex. The content, the structure is not, not the complex. complexity because, I mean, yeah, it's like the structure is not complex, but the thoughts are complex. Oh yeah, like it's a fucking essay. The yeah, f- it's a goddamn term paper. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But when I think I, if I'm, Kendrick sat down, when and I'm thinking tried about lyrical complexity, song, I'm thinking of a different thing, yeah. like the way, like rhyme yeah, you're structure. talking about Eminem. You're talking about like a technical delivery, right? 
Like rhyme Technical structure. Delivery. Yeah, obviously, I think Kendrick is... But I don't think Eminem has that dope of a delivery. But I think if Kendrick sat down to write something like Nature of the Threat, I think he could. You know what I mean? Maybe, I don't think that it would be as dope, yeah. but I think he could do it. You know what I mean? But that's discounting... And Nature of the Threat could hit back then. What year did it come out? 91. 94. 94. Back then, people were listening to that kind of content. Right. They were, li- they were listening for it. They were looking out for it. Right. Right now, if you're not a drop nature of the threat, you know, what was the last song that came out that was conscious? Like, really, really conscious. By who? And, like... It's a pimp of butterfly. The whole album was fucking conscious. But none of those songs hit that year, like, nature of the threat hit in 94. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like... All right, hit pretty good, I think. All right was on top, wherever, forever. But that's because it's so fucking. You could dance to it. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? You could dance to that. I think. Look, I think saying something like if Kendrick sat down and wanted to do a song like Nature of the Threat, I think you're taking away some credit for Razkaz actually sitting down and writing a song like Nature of the Threat and having that idea to begin with. You know what I'm saying? I think I even said fire. I think Razkaz would even still do it better. You know what I mean? And like I definitely give him credit, but you know, it's just I love Razkaz. He's fire. I don't know. I mean, also the other thing I was gonna say was ninety three was very lyrical, right? Ninety four was very lyrical um, Mm -hmm. when it comes to hip hop. That's another thing that affected the movement down here in Miami, you know what I mean? So everyone was going for this New York style and trying to be very lyrical, you know what I mean? And it's not the easiest thing to do. Nowadays, there's a blueprint, there's a formula. So people know like, okay, if I'm not the most lyrical person, I'll just do this type of song, you know what I mean? Right. And they aim in that direction and it's, mm-hmm. and it's, they put out something, you know, before, those are the songs that hit before like, you could, right. before you, if you did especially that, you were in Miami, especially you know in Miami. I mean? If before, if you went for a song that wasn't lyrical, right? Like you didn't try to put any kind of artistic content in it. You just try to make a too legit to quit or something like that. You know what I mean? Like I mean, look at look at Kodak Black's last song. You were booed out. You know. You know which one I'm talking about? No. The, the one that has like the those Jamaican drums, like that drum. Oh, that <laughs> one. That sounds like a cell phone how does, commercial. How does it go again? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah. Anyway, yeah, man, that shit is. It's like the biggest song in the fucking radio right now, bro. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you you these cats are rapping and you really don't know what they're saying. They're right. just their their raps have become like an instrument on top of the song. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, it's just sounds. Yeah. You know, Absolutely, it's just like, sounds. Yeah. yeah, it's exactly so. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. so that's what it is now. That's how hits are made. I remember when Nothing, I first nobody's heard of, listening for lyrics anymore. Yeah, I remember when I first heard a bird call in a song. I was like, "Oh man, <laughs> this is not going well." Yeah, <laughs> this is going downhill. Yeah. Yeah. What What happened to that boy was fire. Kid. Yeah, but now that what happened to is, that boy was fire. Yeah, though. yeah, it was fire. Uh, yeah. but but you know what's funny about that? You saying that that like the scene down here was mostly like people trying to be over lyrical or whatever. Is that like I think about back then and like the hip hop scene was kind of segmented into like different, you know, like different groups and shit too. Cause there was the people that was doing that kind of music, mm-hmm. the, yeah. like the, the more simplistic, like less lyrically complex <clears throat> music. And I think we were part of the other scene, the, right. the quote unquote, New York. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> scene. We were, I yeah. mean, we were, I came from New York, right? Yes. Like me I, well, moved, me too. I moved from Colombia to Jersey mm-hmm. and then to New York and then to Miami. Yeah, I had the I had the Dominican journey. I went to fucking Washington Heights. There you go, <laughs> the pilgrimage. So we, both, we both came from the same kind of background, right? And for me, I was in. I got to New York in '86, and that's when hip hop was like 
basically like pulling out its dick. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And so I learned I learned English and hip hop at the same time. <laughs> so Word. for me, the only music that I would be able to that I fucked with when I was that that young was hip hop because it was talking about shit that I related to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. I came from Medellin to fucking Jersey City. It wasn't that much of a difference except for the weather and shit. Or, you know, it was fucking rough. Right. Um, and then living in New York in the 80s was rough. Right. You know? Yeah. And then coming to Miami in the 90s was rough. Pre-Giuliani. Yeah. yeah. Pre-Giuliani. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I don't think a lot of like blame. I don't think it was like a style biting type of thing. I think the people. No, we just brought it with us. Yeah. I think, I think we really wanted to. Blood. Yeah, because I, I was really concerned with, like, preserving what I felt like the culture was, you know what I mean? Yeah, Especially, right. like, emceeing, you know? Yeah. Like, I always, like, I'll admit it. I'm not the biggest, like, hip-hop head when it comes to, like, the other elements because I just, like, fell in love with emceeing and I just went all in with that. Word. So, like, and I got mad boys that are, you know, uh, b-boys, art, graffiti yeah. artists, DJs. I know a bunch of DJs and shit like that. And I always had respect for that, but I, I never got into it. Like, I'm right, not the, right, no, yeah. I'm not the guy that would like watch the DMC battles and shit like yeah. that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. You you fell in love with the art of rhyming. Yeah, with the art of rhyming, and and that was a trajectory from like me just being in love with words and 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 just writing in general anyway. So that was like an offshoot of that. You know? Yeah. No, yeah. I, I didn't but, think there was any biting involved. Just you know, again, paying paying homage to what you thought was the culture. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. That's how I. I don't know how you felt about it, but I was Pretty like, much. I was trying to preserve what I felt was like the dope shit. You know yeah. what I mean? And I was combative about it too. It's like yeah. if I felt like you were whack, I'm gonna talk about it. Right. You know, like that was yeah. my shit. I'm pretty sure your crew and my crew had a battle at one point. Yeah. Yeah. When? Ooh. Where? I don't know, bro. Who did I slaughter? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember that any shit details. talking commence. We were probably drinking a lot and shit. Um, but I remember also. Who did you used to run with? I know you used to Death run to the general public. Pro Fresh. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Cats. yeah, 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 yeah. Word. And then I don't know. If, I don't know if we had a battle, but who won? That's I know we I were in ciphers and shit. Yeah, we were in ciphers. Oh, we were definitely at the Thursday night cipher that H two O would host, and the and the. I know you guys came through once. Also, oh, you were there that day. Yeah, yeah. Did that a was, fight break out that day? That was an interesting day. Did a fight break out that night? Nah, but the, so so this is how I remember that day. There right? was like a hundred heads out there. There was mad heads, right? So like I remember it like this. We you guys were all already there and I showed up with a uh, common ground. It was common like ground. North and Agony. Star, yeah. And, yeah. So you know, I thought it was gonna be just like every we're having a fucking cipher, kumbaya type shit, you know? <laughs> so I get there. It was a setup. Bro. That's what it felt like. <laughs> oh That's what it felt like. That's Real so shit. wild. I'm just looking at that perspective now. Yeah. So many years later. Well, I, I actually had an argument with uh, Agony about this because he does feel that it was a setup. And I was like, nah, man. I, th- I just think it was battle rap culture. You, you know? know what it is? And shout out to my dude, but H2O, he instigates battles. He does. He loves to see people battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so- it was him, but the one that really took the, the, the initiative was Serum. So like okay. let me just just for the people that don't know like the story, which yeah, is everyone. Yeah. So so we got there and uh and, and so I thought it was just gonna be all cool and people was rapping, so I jumped in and I spit some raps and shit. And then it goes to the next guy. And I'm already hearing like little things that could be jabs. construed as like jabs and shit, yeah. but I'm like, nah, I can't be. You know what I'm saying? Like it's all good. 
But the thing about rap is that most of the time it sounds like it's a jab. Right. It doesn't Especially matter. back then. Especially back they then. They might not be talking about you, but you can misconstrue anything. Anything. Right. Yeah. 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 But then there was no doubt in my mind when like it was Serum's turn and Serum was like something, something, common clowns. I, I was like, all right. Oh, <laughs> damn. I remember that. So me and Serum started going back and forth That's like so far mad like hella back and forth just like you know he would spit like six i would cut him off i would spit like uh-huh. six or eight the, the, you know we were going back That's and forth. just rude i'm looking to my side <laughs> and <laughs> yeah i just remember have you seen the the gif of like homer simpson when he goes back into the bush <laughs> that was my man north you know? uh, my man north just like i was like yo you gonna jump in or is this just me because at one point it was like me battling like 10 different cats and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's Shoddy. how I remember that shit. It was Shoddy. first. <laughs> you, I, and you, you, how we probably saw it was like, oh, they brought Shoddy with them. They must want something. Really? Nah, nah. I'm just fucking I'm just I didn't shit. know you guys, though. Nah, I know. I don't think I knew you exactly. guys back then. Not, not that uh, they brought Shoddy, but they, we were like, oh, they brought other people with them. Right. Like, who they probably intend to the, battle. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. So it could also be mis- misconstrued from every side. It's that's just the way hip hop so is. Like, we'll set them like up rap, they set us up. When know? there's a cipher going on, especially at that time in Miami, the energy of like I'm seeing was so like aggressive, bro. Yo, aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we were coming off like the gang culture and yeah, shit. Exactly. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So hundred percent. Our rapping was in tune with that vibe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. we were just like, yo, is our crew fuck y'all crew? Mm-hmm. Like that's the way it was, bro. That, that, was that my, shit is love. Yeah, no, I love it. Me too. Yeah, I mean, I that's that where shit. we come from. You know, like yeah. you talk to anybody that you know, that's what builds us. You, you could talk to anybody that's like eight to ten years younger than us, and they have no idea what we're talking about. You yeah, know? like right. about Not that gang sure. culture. Yeah, about that being glorified. You know, and like growing up in that, yeah. like you know, uh, gangster rap era. You I know? talk like, to people about like gangs and Kendall now, and they're like, "What the f-? exactly?" Like, gangs and Kendall back then, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" And yeah, one hundred percent. You know, and they. It's just it's funny that they have no clue, you know, like yeah. And Kendall, compared to like all the other places in Miami, was actually kind of soft. But like, let me tell you, growing yeah. up in Kendall, this shit was infested with gangs, bro. Was, there was yeah. gangs everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. Everybody this, was a gang member or affiliated. To and this was the soft way. area. So yeah. imagine, you know, Hialeah and no, all these we, other we, spots. We would like, I would load up a car with like, you know, I'm not even gonna say gang names. But I would load up a car yeah. with like mad people and we would head to different neighborhoods in Miami and just like try to catch wreck. Just bang out. Yeah. 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 yeah that shit was like Hialeah with the Wylos and then further in Kendall with the TNSs. And then you go to South Beach, catch some South Beach boys and shit. Yeah, like, yeah. we've been Everything shot at was so <laughs> fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. 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 But it was normal. But it was, it was normal. normal. It was super so normal. So weird, dude. Yeah. It's the cool thing about back then is like you were always in the moment, man. You weren't on a fucking cell phone. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you weren't worried about what the fuck everybody else was doing. You didn't yeah. know what they were doing unless you ran into them. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, these kids will never know what that's like. They'll never know. They'll like, never know what it me. is to be disconnected. To be like, imagine going to a corner store, running into your homie, and they're getting into some crazy adventure. You go with them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Dude, or if people would <laughs> knock on my sick. door all the time, like, hey. I've been calling you. You haven't picked up, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let's go. I'm like, all right, let's go. You know? They would catch me. I didn't have the parking pass to park inside of my high school. So I would have to park on the side of the school and shit. Mm-hmm. And I would see someone I know inevitably when I'm walking from my car to school. And that was the reason I didn't go to school. Let's that get out of this here. This shit happened at least four times a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah man. But I'm glad that you 
just reminded me that you were there that night because that kind of settles a debate that we had that that me and Agony had. Like Agony swears it was a setup, bro. Yeah, nah, yeah. nah. Agony to give him props, he eventually jumped in, but it yeah. was like the battle was almost over. <laughs> <laughs> but he eventually jumped in. North, you know. I, I don't yeah. think I jumped in. I mean, I'm not a battle rapper. I was a writer. You know, okay. So I was a writer and recorder, recording artist. You weren't like a freestyler. Nah, nah. I never, I never battled. I mean, I'm sure I did, like in like little cipher park battles and stuff, but yeah, that was never my like love. My love was like writing lyrics. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I loved freestyling, but as my writing developed, my freestyle yeah. ability declined. Huh. Interesting. Especially since like as you start switching things up in your mind, you know what I'm saying? Right, and then like the chemistry changes. Like, well, you you, at least for me, I start having like certain expectations of myself mm-hmm. of, of like the quality of what I want to spit you okay. know what I mean so like yeah. if the freestyle ain't gonna match that it's like I start getting stuck in my freestyle because I'm thinking of the perfect fucking word to rhyme instead of just like going with the flow you know yeah and like the way I write is kind of like going with the flow because I don't use yeah. like a paper or anything right. you know what I'm saying so like it's it's weird it kind of replaced freestyling like just the since I write in my head I kind of just can't freestyle anymore, you know? Gotcha. It's weird. Hey, man. I think the important We're thing... We're all better off yeah, because yeah. your fucking writings are yeah. stupendous. I appreciate that, yeah, man. man. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I think the important thing that, to take away from that story is that you're both lucky I wasn't there that night because I would have demolished both of y'all. Word. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> word. That was, that, that was dope. Uh, so, so it wasn't a setup after all, man. No, <laughs> no. It's just shit. that, yo, it was uh, H2O's crib. Yeah. And he loves to instigate battles. Yeah. So when he saw that many MCs, he's like, he really did do it for the love of like. Nah, H2O is one of those dudes. He is. Yeah, yeah. He's one of he those He wants dudes. to like spread the purity of hip hop at all times. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he would see all these MCs and he would love to start like he would instigate. He would get in there. Like, I'll, I'll bet you anything, dog. That he got in Serum's ear, like, yo, we gotta take these this dudes. This dude wants we it. We gotta take these dudes. <laughs> this dude wants it. I'm telling you, bro. H2O was one of the only cats that I had already known. Uh, I had met him once or twice, like in the park or some shit like that, and we actually freestyled and shit. So yeah. I already knew that he was dope and shit, and we yeah. like we had already mutual respect. He and loved shit. freestyling. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he's good at it too, man. Yeah. 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 So he was the ki- he was the cat in the crew who would instigate these like battles with any crew he would run into. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and of course we had like Serum on there. We had Mindshift who won a few battles and shit. Yeah. He was nice. That's where I dropped out of like battling is when it started going into like the competitions and shit. Yeah. Like I entered a couple, but like I just didn't like the format, bro. Right. I didn't like right. the format, you know. So I it was, was like just... a tournament style. Right. And at that point, I was already, like, concentrating on, on fucking doing music. Making music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's when, like, Jin and, and Serum... First, it was Jin winning every battle. And then yeah. Serum and Recognize, Recognize had an era where they were, like, winning every other battle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think Jin had stepped out of the scene by that time. Yeah, Jin he got went off 106 in part. Yeah. yeah. He was, like, signed to... Wasn't he signed to Rough Riders for a minute? Yeah. Right. Or some shit? He was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Jin, bro. Yeah, Jin's That's the a, era. You you want to know what's crazy? Jin was uh, one of the members of SLP. Streetlight Poets? Jin was a member of Streetlight Poets, man. Yeah. Classic Miami group based yeah. in, in Cutler Ridge. I remember yeah. them, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember Jay Pure. Jin was like an honorary member. Yeah. Jay Pure, man. That dude, Bro, man. Like, I, didn't, I didn't know much about Jay Pure. Uh, 
the only time, the only thing I think of when his name comes up. Is I know that, where you're going with this. Yeah. My brother got into like a, a scrap with Jay Pure. Yeah. Um, during a battle once. It's on and YouTube. Got over is, battling. Sure that shit's is. on YouTube, bro. Yeah. <laughs> really? Uh, so that's funny. Who won? It, it, they kind of got broken up before any, but any. It was one of those Miami that. scraps. Like yeah, I don't yeah, even think there like was a wild punch. punches. Yeah, there was, I don't even think there was a punch. Like your brother mushed my, him. No, my brother. He mushed him. He mushed him, <laughs> and then he went to swing on him, and then I, I grabbed him. Yeah. Because gotcha. you know, but Jay disrespected the shit out of him though. He did. He took his glasses took his off, glasses and off. Off. so they were they were uh, battling on the second floor, and like yeah. right on, like by the railing, mm-hmm. and there was a like everybody was watching from downstairs. It was in a barber shop. And he took his glasses off and threw them down. No, nah, you can't. You yeah, can't yeah. Do nah, that. no, that's a, yeah. My brother wears glasses to see. You gotta throw some respect. And on Jay him. ain't even had to do all that because like Jay is so he's nice, so nasty. With it, bro. Yeah, he's so nice. But there was a, again, there was that Miami energy at that time right. where it was like recognized was showing up to that battle. Mm-hmm. There was all these different little crews, and they all like wanted to fucking get at each other. You yeah, know what I'm right. saying they did. And and you want to know like speaking of like the segregating the the scene a little bit, there was. Like this tinge of Jay Pure and those cats considered y'all like the backpack rappers. Right. That was like a yeah. thing back For then sure. too. It was For like sure. you were a backpack rapper or you were like a street rapper. A street rapper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and it. Jay Pure was and and we were somewhere like in the middle. That's the thing because like we weren't really with y'all. We really hung out with SLP more than anybody else. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, so like we were like somewhere in the middle because I always loved the backpack rap element. So I was like the most backpack rapper guy out of our crew. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Like I was always the one that was more like with y'all side of shit. You right. know what I'm saying? Um, but I think that was part of what was going on there too. Like Jay Pure, I think your brother was doing well in that battle, and Jay's like, I ain't about to lose to no fucking backpack rapper. <laughs> yeah, bro. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, but that's what happened. Yeah, that's what happened, man. Yeah, the game has completely changed, man. Completely, yeah. Changed. But you know, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely. It's sad that we lost Jay Pure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he was definitely like a beacon for Miami hip hop. Yeah, I believe that uh, had Jay still been around, I really believe that guy would have been a big something deal, big. Yeah, I yeah. think so, man. Like, yeah. he had the charisma. He was like super nice with it, and but like in a sense where he was like still marketable with it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It wasn't like. A dude that just like super lyrical miracle shit, uh-huh, but right, couldn't uh-huh. stay on beat. He had swag on his fucking yeah. Like, he had swag delivery and, and shit, and he had an ear for for catchy sounds and for commercial yeah. type music too. You know, so, you know what's yeah. funny, dog? Like, what's the name of that uh, mo- that battle rap movie that just came out? Bodied, bodied. That yeah. you put me onto. Yeah, there's a scene in that fucking movie where. One of the dudes grabs a dude's uh, Glass. eyeglasses, right. throws them on the floor, and crushes them. Right. And that shit reminded me of that whole situation. Wow, you didn't live that in real life. That's crazy. Yeah, man. <laughs> Bodied. They, yeah. I mean, they, they got it. They got they captured every aspect of battle rapping. Yeah. I just, you know, we talked about this. I don't think. And you said it. You don't. It, the story was not very cohesive. And that's where I had problems with it. It was yeah. more with the screen. Like, the, the rapping was dope. Yeah, you know, but yeah. it was more with the screenwriting. I, I hope it yeah. doesn't become like a thing, like how they have these dance movies now. Now they're gonna have like battling movies. You know what I mean? In a way, it's like you got these shows like Wildin' Out and these shows that are kind of like appropriating fucking battle rap for for some whack shit. Oh man. my god, yeah, yeah those shits are whack, man. Yeah, and there's one with oh. Method Man on it now. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's, yeah. that's yeah. what I was about to say. 
Like get off the mic or something like that. Yeah. And drop the mic or something. Yeah, I don't know. Right, yeah. what is it? Like karaoke or some shit? No, they freestyle battle. They're like, oh, like right. James Corden right, versus right, right, Method right. Man or something like that. You know? I see like, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really ridiculous. Yeah, well, shout out to Method Man for getting his money, though. Yeah, that's real. And he's yeah. been doing his thing with the acting and shit, too. Yeah. Who's the greatest rapper turned actor? That's a greatest good question. Rapper turned it's gotta actor. be Will Smith, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. Got to be Will Smith. Bro. He's one of the greatest actors of all time. You forget he was a rapper. Yeah, that's yeah. how good he is. Yeah, Even though he, that didn't come to mind right away. No, I was thinking Ice T first. Yeah. Right, because yeah. you still remember Ice T. Horrible actor, though. And you still remember him as a rapper, though. Rapper actor, you know. And you still remember Ice Cube as a rapper. You you still remember Common as a rapper, but like yeah. Will Smith. Common sucks as an actor, in my opinion. I'm he sorry. Does. They all suck. Ice Cube sucks. Common Ice Cube sucks. sucks. Ice Cube does not suck. He dude. sucks. Ice Cube. Friday oh. was fucking. Friday classic. was. He's great. basically playing himself though. He's he, not acting. But that's not easy. Friday that's was acting. Great. Playing yourself is still acting, bro. It's he not did, easy. If it were just him and without Smokey, like I don't know if it would have been great. Exactly. So, you know what I mean? But he was good in it. You can't say he sucks, man. That's. Mm-hmm. You know what? Coincidentally, I watched Friday after next yesterday. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, God damn it! Man. You know, I never saw the sequels. <laughs> really? Yeah, I never saw the sequels. When I found Don't. out that Chris Tucker wasn't in it, I was like, I, I am not interested. What happened to yeah. Chris Tucker? He became religious, or something? I never heard the story. Like that's what I heard that yeah. he became religious, and that's he didn't want to do the movies because they were smoking weed in them or whatever. No way. Yeah, I think that's what happened. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Okay, maybe me. I did hear the story. <laughs> Movie gossip. <laughs> do we want to take a little weed break? Yeah. All right, I'm going to pause this shit right here, and we'll be back after these messages. Right on cue. Charlie. 